And now it's time for us to discuss more of the headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday to you. <laughs> it's a good start to the week. It's going to be cold this week, apparently, so I'm bracing for that. You know what? Before summer strikes us abruptly, usually, and suddenly, yeah. think of it yeah. as a nice cold breeze, the last of it. Oh, yeah. You're off to a positive start <laughs> yeah. to the week, aren't you? You're I'm very just... lively and rosy today. <laughs> Am I not usually normally rosy? Well, no, sure, sure you are. Sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to start off the week strong. Let's turn our attention to some of the major headlines this morning. This is our keyword news portion of the day. And this is our first pick of the day. Eavesdropping. I did not have any smooth segue. I just uh, abrupt <laughs> shift well, ought to do it. <laughs> a trove of secret Pentagon documents appeared on social media in recent days. A suspected classified Pentagon documents circulating on social media is becoming, uh, well, a source of controversy among U.S. allies, including South Korea, because... It reveals that they had been spying on some of its closest allies, including Ukraine, Israel, and South Korea. Yeah, so this kind of brings about this whole controversy of uh, the U.S. government spying uh, on uh, allies, uh, which hasn't... It's not new news, to be honest. There has been reports of it before, right, right. but uh, it comes at a specifically kind of a worrying time at the moment and in a kind of a delicate issue as well. Uh, now, the New York Times reported that these documents shared uh, on social media revealed that the U.S. was not just spying on Russia, but also uh, allies, including South Korea. That's where the concerns are coming from. Uh, one report claimed uh, that the CIA had been spying on Seoul's deliberations on whether to provide military aid to support Ukraine in the war with the Russia. <laughs> one section mentioned that South Korean officials were worried that U.S. President Joe Biden would call President Yoon, in fact, pressuring him for Seoul to deliver the goods. Now, another section of the CIA documents noted that information was obtained from a signals intelligence report referring to a term that spy agencies use for any kind of intercepted communications ranging from phone calls to electronic messages. A mm. uh, presidential official told reporters here in Korea that Seoul will come up with a response after reviewing past precedents and cases in other countries and hold necessary consultations with the U.S. Um, on the issues uh, raised. Now, when asked if there had been discussions about providing weapons to Ukraine, as reported, the official replied that nothing has been confirmed. The mm. official did stress, though, that Korea maintains its position that it will focus on providing humanitarian aid rather than lethal weapons. Mm. Now, the presidential office reportedly held a meeting uh, presided by the new national security advisor Cho Tae-yong uh, yesterday morning to discuss the reports. Uh, you reportedly also ordered a thorough review of the issues upon uh, receiving the report on the matter. Um, now, the news comes ahead of Yoon's state visit to the U.S. Uh, later this month. That's why it comes at kind of a, a bit of an, an awkward time. Whether that issue will be discussed uh, during the meeting of the summit between uh, Yoon and Biden remains to be seen. Eyes will also be on whether the purported leaks could drive a potential wedge between South yeah. Korea-U.S. relations, especially at a time when President Yoon is trying to cozy up to the U.S. in light of um, North Korea's increasing threats. Uh, Washington says it has opened an investigation uh, into the apparent leaks, but to, to uh, decline to comment further. Now, um, I do want to stress that these are 
suspected leaks of do- uh, documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are reports suggesting that they have been digit- uh, digitally uh, kind of um, or fabricated in some way or another. So there's a yeah, potential for that. Mm. There's a potential for that. So mm-hmm. it's not uh, nothing confirmed okay. or, or denied at this point. All right. And one last point I think I want to make in regards to Ukraine war, because most of the leaks ha- surrounds the war in Ukraine. If it is, in fact, confirmed to be a leak of these crucial documents, it has a potential to do real damage to the war efforts, too. If you think about it, it may expose which Russian agencies the U.S. knows the most about. It could give Moscow an opportunity to cut ties with those leads. So mm. these are some of the points I think we should be looking out for. But as I has rightfully stressed, no confirmation or denial uh, for the time being anyway let's move on to our second keyword of the day rate freeze likely so the bank of korea is expected to freeze its benchmark interest rate this week for the second straight time the prediction comes as inflation keeps falling while signs of an economic downturn are also heightening can you tell us more Right, so there are great views that the BOK's current tightening cycle uh, has basically little room left uh, to mm-hmm. run. Basically, if you remember, these whole uh, patterns and trends of increasing interest rates were to keep inflation down. Uh, but since that's no longer an issue uh, as such, or the focus now of central banks is mm-hmm. kind of taking less um, spotlight at the moment. So now analysts expect the BOK to keep the rate at 3.5% uh, during tomorrow's meeting. Uh, it would mark the first time the board holds two meetings in a row since the hike cycle began all the way back in August 2021. And now under the circumstances, the economist said cooling inflation can bring confidence for the central bank to end monetary tightening and concentrate on curbing an economic slowdown. Of course, if interest rates are raised too much, that also prompts the concern of recessions. Now, this comes as recent data shows consumer prices have stayed in the 4% range for the second straight month as of March. Um, Objectively speaking, 4% is still high inflation, uh, but it is relatively less than what we've been seeing over the past couple of years. Uh, Now, the focus on curbing an economic slowdown seems to be based on a sharper decline in exports, the main driver uh, which drives Korea's economy. Uh, Trade balance in the country has also been in the red for 13 straight months as well as of March. There was also a current account shortfall for the second straight month as of February. So all these economic indicators are kind of a bit gloomy at the moment. Mm. Um, Analysts speculated the key interest rate will peak at the current level and that the VAK may even cut the rate in the coming months as well. Now, if inflation data in the U.S. also improves and the Fed uh, over there reconsiders its credit tightening policy, the watchers say the VAK may move fast to drop the policy rate as well. However... Some observers do point out the possibility of a BOK rate hike should not be ruled out. They noted that the U.S.-Korea interest gap, uh, interest rate gap of uh, one and a half percentage points uh, is the widest in more than 12 years and that concerns remain in Seoul over the price of foreign capital in search of uh, safe haven assets as well. So if, uh, if the BOK does stay uh, pat on the interest rates and the Fed raises them mm-hmm. uh, in, I think is May is the next uh, scheduled mm-hmm. uh, policy meeting, then of course that pressures the BOK to kind of maybe not uh, loosen or loosen its monetary tightening. Right, right. They would have no other choice but to catch up again because that gap becomes too big between the Fed's rates and the BOK's rates mm. and then we're stuck in a pickle again. So there mm. you have it. Um, 
as as we've given many projections for the economy, <laughs> the outlook for this a year seems to be tough. Let's just leave it there yeah. for now. It's a, bit, it's a bit sad because I remember saying like, late last year that maybe right. things will start to pick up maybe around this time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it doesn't look uh, that way at the moment, unfortunately. To be fair, I mean, these are projections, right? I mean, yeah. based on expertise, but projections have been wrong in the past too. Uh, mm, <laughs> this is certainly. why daily updates seem necessary. Let's stay in the economy section for our third keyword of the day. Battery sales up. So Korea's battery makers are showing strong sales and profits in the first quarter despite an economic slowdown and that U.S. Inflation Reduction Act. What's the latest, Adam? Right, in terms of profitability anyway, that uh, IRA actually seems to be going in the favor of uh, some of these um, Korea battery makers Mm although they are producing them in plants in the U.S., and that's why they are kind of benefiting from these tax uh, credits from the IRA. Now, uh, the largest battery maker here in Korea, LG Energy Solutions, operating profit rose, a whopping of 145% to uh, just over 633 billion won in the first quarter. It was boosted by strong sales of electric vehicle batteries and an estimated tax credit from the IRA. The mm-hmm. figure far beat the market consensus of 484.7 billion won. Now, the Q1 operating profit is around half of the battery maker's total operating profit uh, last year. So they've managed to get that amount of profit in just the first three months of the year. Uh, so quite um, uh, some good numbers indeed. Uh, revenues soared 101% to just under 9 trillion won, also beating market expectations. The firm noted that the IRA grants domestic uh, battery manufacturers a tax uh, credit of $35 per kilowatt hour for battery cells and an additional $10 uh, per kilowatt hour for battery modules manufactured and sold in the United States from this year. So the firm is certainly um, benefited uh, from its uh, battery productions. It has plants in Ohio with General Motors and also in Michigan independently as well. Uh, net profit, however, is yet to be announced, but strong figures are expected there as well. Uh, Samsung SDI, another major Korean um, battery maker, is also expected to report a strong uh, first quarter performance. However, SK On is expected to report a loss in Q1. Uh, this is mainly mm. due to weak factory yields, Uh, in the U.S. uh, and its partnership with Ford uh, rumoured to be uh, at risk as well. Now, despite the strong first quarter performances, there are concerns that the high profits could be short-lived amid the slumping uh, economy and possible lowering of demand uh, amid this uh, kind of downturn. But of Mm. course, we'll have to see. All right. With that, we move on to our fourth key word of the day. Nursing law. So there are rising tensions over plans to table bills aimed at easing nursing regulations and banning convicted doctors from returning to work. So what's part of the plan and what seems to be the trouble? Right, so this seems to be causing a bit of tension between doctors and nurses, uh, as well as uh, rival parties as well. Mm. Now, the government ruling party in top office, they held a meeting uh, yesterday and they said they would try to find a middle ground after collecting opinions of the parties concerned. Now, a special committee looking into the matter will also be launched uh, tomorrow as well. That will also focus on collecting opinions. Uh, This comes as a coalition of medical technicians and doctors' rights activist groups is considering a strike in protest of the plan's um, legislation. It also revealed that they were planning to stage a hunger strike should the bills be approved by Parliament. Now, the gist of the proposed uh, so-called nursing bill is to guarantee 
uh, access to nursing services in the community, uh, for example, care at home services that the elderly might need. Mm. Uh, though they may differ uh, in detail, the aim of these bills uh, is to designate the roles and duties of nurses by law and to provide a legal basis to improve their working conditions. Now, nurses have long been forced to perform strictly under the guidance of a medical doctor. Um, that's why, uh, moreover, due to the ambiguities in the current law, many nurses are kind of forced to perform duties outside of their job descriptions, often leading to overwork uh, and difficulty in providing quality care for patients. That's been the criticism anyway. For this reason, nurses have been calling for a separate law defining the legal roles of nurses, and they have been supporting the new legislation that's being pushed uh, by the Democratic Party. On the other hand, doctors, they're opposed to it, claiming that the Nursing Act may allow nurses to intervene in the duties of physicians, causing confusion in yeah. hospitals which may threaten patient safety. And they also say that it might provide legal grounds for nurses to maybe open their own local clinics um, mm. as well. So obviously taking away from their uh, share of the pie, basically. All right, so that seems to be the contention. We'll leave it there for now as we move on to our final keyword of the day. Radio silence. Inter-Korean tensions continue as North Korea has reportedly been ignoring routine calls from South Korea via a military hotline. Under normal circumstances, we make two calls a day, but radio silence, as a keyword suggests. What's the latest? Yeah, radio silence or uh, ghosting, if mm. you're with the Times. Uh, now, South Korea's military said there was uh, no response for three straight days over the weekend. Uh, now, usually two calls are placed each day, as you mentioned, one at 9 a.m. and one at 4 p.m. Now, a separate inter-Korean hotline managed by the South's uh, Unification Ministry does not operate on weekends, but uh, they did call on Friday and still radio silence on that day as well. Now, the government said it would see whether the North responds today uh, and consider taking measures. Now, a Defence Ministry official said Seoul was leaving open the possibility of both technical malfunctions uh, and intentional response denials um, as well. Now, North Korea has a long history of severing communication with the South, but this marks the first time during the UN administration that the calls on the hotlines have gone uh, unanswered. Now, in the past, Pyongyang refused to pick up the phone while slamming Seoul about its uh, combined military exercises with the United States or as anti-North Korea activists sending uh, propaganda leaflets across the border. Uh, experts say North Korea could be declining calls from the South due to the recent um, massive uh, joint drills with the US or its co-sponsorship of this North Korean human rights resolution that was uh, passed during the uh, UN Human Rights Council as well. Another possible reason could be traced to the Unifications Ministry call on the North last Thursday, in fact, to stop uh, the unauthorized use of a uh, South Korean assets, including buses, uh, left at the jointly run Kesung Industrial Complex, which has been uh, shut down, of course. Now, the ghosting or radio mm -hmm. silence comes amid reports that the North uh, conducted another underwater nuclear drone test as well. So more provocations likely, more tensions likely to be heightened as well. All right, so we'll be on the lookout as for how the South Korean government responds. And of course, uh, on Thursday this week, we'll have an expert analysis on, well, North Korean provocations on that regard and also the radio mm -hmm. silence. Thank you so much, Adam, for today's coverage. Hope you start the week strong. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. You too start strong. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. 
See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.